Hello, everyone, and welcome to Bookends with Friends. This is your co-host, Parker Moon. I'm Rhett Bourbon, and this is Rhett Irvin. And this is your third co-host, Smiles Tanner. We are a weekly book club podcast, and every month we go over one book and we make friends along the way. That is kind of our tagline. I kind of messed it up. Hey, guys. Hey, what's up, man? How are y'all? I I messed up my intro. I wanted to say something cool and funny, and it didn't come out cool and funny. Hey, you're always cool and funny to me, guy. It was not cool and funny. Bring up these levels in the in the recording studio. Do you want to give it another go, Brett? No, nah, we're sticking with it. Okay. This okay. is this is Rhett Bourbon. No, I did it okay. again. It was bad. Let's just move on. <laughs> um, do you, do uh, what are we? What's the book of the month? Let's do that. What's the book of this month? Yeah. So, hello everyone. Uh, Smiles Tanner here. The book of the month is Jade City by Fonda Lee. We'll be going over that. Shoot, next week. That's next week, isn't it? No, that's next, that's next week. Yeah, it is. There's, well, yeah, because we, we took a week off this month. I think that's why it snuck up on us. Have that book read. It's, it's bigger than I thought, too. It's not small. Oh, that's not what I need to hear right now. <laughs> oh, uh-oh. Have you not read it? Have you not started? That's not what I need to hear right now. This is York Van Tork, and uh, welcome to Bookends with Friends. Fixed it. All right. Brad just restarted. <laughs> uh, York and Smiles, I'm so happy to have you all on the show. This week, of course, we're discussing pen names. Um, before we get to that, would you all like to do short stories where we catch up and talk about our lives and what's been going on? My favorite thing to do. Yes, I would. And I would like you to go first because you haven't gone first in a while. I literally went first last week, you big goofball. It's crazy how often you don't go first. Smiles, that's so true. Classic smiles. My short story is going to be about chili. Do you know the stuff? Yeah. Like the you know what that is? Not the weather, the dish. The ground beef. Because I just made a big vat of chili. When you say big vat of chili, so we, we also made chili this week with cornbread. What's a big vat of chili to you? How much ground beef went into the chili? Have you ever seen- A pound and a half. That's Hansel a big vat of chili. Like the big cast iron pot, and he has like a big two-handed spoon yeah. that you gotta... Oh, I do want one of the. No, ours isn't that big, but it's, it's over. Uh, a fire, we did it actual in a fire. crock pot, and it's enough to where we had like full dinner tonight, and then have at least like four meals left over. Yeah, it's it's chilly weather, is what I'm saying. That's it for me. I, I mean, so that I mean that's my short story. But reading wise, I finished Jade City on like Monday night, or maybe like Monday afternoon. Brag about it. Something like that. <laughs> and then Tuesday, Tuesday, the Lost Metal came out. Brandon Sanderson's Lost Metal. And I finished that today, Thursday, the day that we are recording. The Lord's Day. The, the Lord's Day. The day that people are listening to this will be next Tuesday. So I just wanted to say that I, I finished it today so it sounds more impressive. Wow. What a cool cat. What a cool cat. Okay, that's it. Now y'all know what's going on with me. What's up going on with y'all? I would just like to... Um, we're We're... We're approaching uh, Thanksgiving, which is uh, an American holiday, and uh, so I know we have many international listeners, so 
Um, I just wanted to reach out and say to American and international, just, you know, we're grateful for you. We're very thankful for all of you. And um, if you have a holiday uh, weekend coming up, I hope it's a good holiday, good holiday weekend, safe, safe travels. And uh, yeah, I just wanted to give thanks for our listeners. Smiles, you're not from the U.S., right? No, Smiles Tanner is from uh, Antarctica. Okay. Hey, uh, what is someone called if they're born in Antarctica? Antarctican. An- Easy Antarctic- done. An- Antarcticans. Antarctican. Yeah, that sounds right. Has anybody ever been born in Antarctica? Probably. I don't know. Guys, we have technology. <laughs> Guys, that was like a really popular search. That popped up fast. I 11 I... babies have been born in Antarctica and none of them died. How many? <laughs> this is this is a very sad funny fact. It has it has the lowest infant mortality rate of any continent wow. at 0%. Nice. That's good. Wow, 11 people have been born. Whoa. Incredible. 11 Antarcticans. Smiles Tanner is one of those. Wow. That's so cool. What That would be such a wild... Why does nobody ever talk about that? It would be such a cool group to be a part of. I bet 11 people talk about that a lot. It was a highly, highly, like, searched thing on Google. Well, pat ourselves on the back. We did it. Dan, do you want to go? Do you want to take the ball from us so we can stop is talking Brett, about this? Is Brett done with the ball? I didn't know Brett was done with the ball. I think so. Oh. We've been talking about Antarctica for yeah. like a minute and a half. If I knew that Brett was done with the ball, I would have cut this conversation off about five minutes oh. ago. I'm glad I didn't say anything then. So me and Parker oh, can boy. have our... Go ahead, Dan. I'm done. You can officially cut us off. So um, this week was the uh, modern day battle royale which was the Taylor Swift Ticketmaster Day. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. On Tuesday. This Did was Tuesday. Survive? We survived. Nicole sat in queue for nine hours, and then she managed to get tickets for her and her friends for Atlanta, and I also had a pre-sale code, and we got tickets for ourselves in Nashville. Nice. Um, did you guys gritty on anybody, um, in the queue or anything like that? No, not that they know of. Okay. And not that I will share. Okay. Um, but we survived and we will be rocking floor seats in Nashville for a Taylor Swift concert, (laughs) which sounds absurd to say. I can't tell if like some of the soul just left your body when saying that, or if you're legitimately happy. I think I'm going to have a really good time. Yeah. It's going to be a lot It's going to be a great time. Yeah. It's going to be so fun. It's going to be a great time. I, I will say um, I've never been more relieved to not be a part of a fandom. And this is no shade to any fifties out there. Like I'm, I'm, I'm so thrilled for everyone who is able to get tickets and that is very exciting, but I just like, was able to witness yeah like the the legitimate stress and anxiety that everyone was going through nicole had a bad day on tuesday 
Yeah, I like I was just very, uh, you know, it's like one of the things where you're you're watching a car wreck and you like you're like you can't take your eyes off of it because but you're not you're not a participant. Right. Lucky for us, uh, general admission tickets come out tomorrow and they just canceled those entirely. What? The tickets are. Yeah, done. I heard. Yeah. Ticketmaster sold like two million tickets and they only had like one point five to get it's it's a are it's a real serious? mess. Yeah. And so all the people that were like, I don't need a pre-sale code, I'll buy general admission, too bad. Oh. Man. Yeah. That's also sucks. front row tickets were on resale for twelve thousand dollars. Hey Dan, hey Dan, I'm gonna ask you a real question. How badly do you want to sell those tickets and make twelve thousand dollars? You you have no idea. <laughs> yeah, you gotta wait. Hey, whisper it, whisper it. But that's it. yeah, yeah. No idea. Um, no, it's gonna be super fun. It produced a lot of good uh, uh, memes on the day, though. A lot of good. Social memes. media was full of uh, great big laughs due to yeah. For for eight dollars, you can take over Ticketmaster on Twitter and make some good memes. That's true. Um, and then what I'm reading, I. Also finished The Lost Metal by Brandon Sanderson, the last Mistborn book. Boy, that was a good book. I, I, did you actually? Yeah, I did. Wait, what? When? <laughs> I finished it today. Oh my God, you're yeah, a madman. Really, really good book. It, it just felt so good to be reading like a new Sanderson again, because it's only happened to me, uh, this is the third time I've read like a new on-release Sanderson book. Um, so yeah, it just felt like super fun and refreshing and I couldn't put it down. Absolutely loved it. And it's got me really hyped for like the, the secret projects coming out in like a month and a half now, which is crazy. So uh, I'm done with that. And now I need to start Jade City by Fonda Lee, the book of this month. Don't forget to read it. Yeah, you definitely, definitely should. I'm, I'm really excited to hear. I didn't know that you had also finished. We got to talk about it. We will. Certainly talk about it in length um, off podcast and then maybe sometime soon do, do something on podcast. episode. Yeah, yeah just sure. a little bit, you know, down down the road once it's not yeah. as fresh. Definitely. Uh, well, these are going long, so I'm going to ramp us into quarter of the week if that's okay with you guys. Yeah. So very on brand for this week. Uh, quote King Zach is starting his Mistborn Era 2 journey. And so he submitted a quote from the first book in this series, Alloy of Law. There are much worse things to be than genuine. So thank you, Zach, for that quote. Also, I love Alloy of Law. It still might be my favorite one in the era two Mistborn books. I think so, too, for me. But yeah, Zach, thank you for the quote. And then we are moving on to discussion, which, as Parker said earlier, is pen names or pseudonyms if you want to be fancy with it yeah so uh for those not in the know a pen name as dan says is a pseudonym that authors will use to publish works um generally outside of their their own shadow or for um a couple main reasons based based on the research that uh that i did um generally the the reasons relate to either um hiding their true identity to protect somebody in their family or to protect like their name within their family so that they don't 
put anybody on blast or bring shame or anything upon the family name. Uh, or they are trying to like hide from like the, their close proximity to something, whether it be their job, um, something like that. And the second main reason is usually for established authors um, who would like to switch between genres without drawing attention or judgment. You know, they might be like a famous children's author that wants to write romance or something like that. Um, They do it so they don't have to be, you know, beholden to what they've already created. And just, you know, we have a couple examples later on. Some of them are to see if they can reproduce their the magic um of their you know real life name in another genre or something like that so it's actually pretty common um some get bigger than others some famous authors names themselves are pen names and their real name is separate i would love to know if um like classic older authors have a pen name and they were never discovered in person. Ooh, I love like a, that. A idea. lost hidden one. That, like a lost that... hidden name that's like really known to the world, but it's actually not their real name, but we would never know now. Yeah, like what if you just like found out that C.S. Lewis had written like 50 other books under some random pseudonym? J.R.R. Tolkien? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually C.S. Lewis. Um, yeah, no, that would be, that'd be really cool just to see, uh, I mean, there's gotta be something out there like that. There's, there's one specifically that I'm thinking of that, uh, went for a little bit without being caught, but I don't know if there's many that have the same success as their, like, as their main name, but yeah, that would be, it would be interesting to see like on their deathbed, they're like, Oh, by the way, guess who, um, (laughs) Or yeah, maybe there's just an author out there somewhere that is uh, their pen name is lost to time. I feel like it's a lot harder now to get away with something like that. Oh yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Because there's some document somewhere on the internet where it has to say their real name or something. Surely this isn't a thing. It, it might be. I wonder if there's male authors that are like writing romance under a female pen name or vice Honestly, versa. I would bet. Knowing the audacity of man, though. Oh, you're saying... I'm just saying men are so stupid and full yes. of themselves. I don't think that's probably uh, been okay. done too many times before. I would hope not. All I'm saying, guys, is what if Emily Henry is a 45-year-old man that lives with his mom? What if? That's fine. I guess, I guess there's always a chance. <laughs> God forbid. You know, as long as they're not writing anything like bad yeah. or doing anything I, I like you know i think i don't the, trust man enough to not write anything bad that's true i don't think that men can do that i <laughs> you know there's very few who have successfully pulled that off ever so um yeah i just don't i don't think it's a problem that we've probably run into guys i have a confession i am jane austen oh wow congratulations it. on all your success i thank knew you. it thank you so how old are you today uh, 242. Okay. Don't nice. fact check that. I don't know how old Jane Austen is. <laughs> no. Yeah, for sure. Jane Austen's that old. For sure. For sure. <laughs> um, I kind of thought a fun segment would be to list off some pseudonyms or like their real name. And then you guys would have to guess. And I think Dan brought a few as well. 
you guys would have to guess the 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 real the like the famous author's name. Sorry, <laughs> I saw Brett pause because I started laughing. Jane Austen would be two hundred and forty-seven right now. No, I was shockingly close. Wow, I was I'm so an close. Idiot. Wow, <laughs> I, are you Jane Austen? I owe you an apology. How long have you been eighteen? I think I'm Jane Austen. Daniel does have flawless skin, and sometimes his eyes change color. I don't so see him in mean? daylight often. I don't see him in daylight <laughs> unless it's a rainy day. And oh, that one boy. time he saved me from the moving car. Yeah, yeah. And I climbed on his back. <laughs> he ran really fast. It was so weird. All right, I'm. I'm sorry, Brett. I interrupted. I'm ready for the quiz. Well, I would like to apologize. I'd first like to give my deepest apologies to Jane Austen's estate. Um, well, your estate, Dan, I'm sorry, to your yeah. estate um, and all Jane Austen fans for not for trying to make a joke when I was completely wrong. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so we're going to I'm going to list the unknown name or sorry, I'm going to list I'm going to list the name and then you guys have to guess the famous pseudonym of this person. Um, so, yeah, so we're going to get into that. And then there's there's. There's a few stories behind some of them that are kind of cool, but but yeah, so I have a couple of those if you want to take a shot at that. Easy. I'm yeah. locked in. Let's go. Hit me with them. So the first one is, I feel like I'll, I'll, I'll throw out a pretty, well, this isn't exactly an easy one. Um, so we're going to throw out uh, Mary Westmacott. I actually know this. It's a... It's a romance author, is is what is what Mary Westmacott wrote. Um, but uh, the a slightly more famous person is behind this name. Um, this is a good one. Is it Mary Shelley? No, it's somebody who writes good. Is d- does like does crime pretty well. Agatha Christie. How did I? I should have. I think. I think I knew that. Is it? Is it Agatha Christie? Yeah. It is Agatha Christie. Um, she wanted to write romance, and she didn't want to catch any shit from anybody. Uh, <laughs> so she wrote under this pen name and actually kept it secret for 20 years. Um, she wrote oh, six shoot. romance novels under the name Mary Westmacott. Are they... What can she not do? I love Agatha Christie. Yeah. How successful were her romance novels? Do we um, know that? I didn't see... I'm That's not cool. actually positive, uh, but I should probably look that up and follow up with. Weirdly you guys enough, that. though, all of her romance novels had a a short, plucky detective with a big mustache, and <laughs> yeah, he solved crime. She just like couldn't get Poirot out of there. <laughs> it always had the same similar themes. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's just a little bit more kissing. Yeah. Uh, all right. Next one is we have. One Theodore Geisel. The backstory is Theodore was removed from his position as the uh, like editor and one of the writers for the Dartmouth School paper, Dartmouth University. Um, and so to continue writing for this paper, Theodore came up with a, uh, he adopted a pen name, which then became quite famous uh, for for a different uh, genre of writing. 
So Theodore is the real name. Theodore is his, Theodore's his true real human oh. name. Oh, so not James Dashner. Not, unfortunately not James Dashner. Huh. <laughs> I don't know. I hope to God James Dashner has a pen name. <laughs> I pray every night before bed that he has a pen name. <laughs> I want to meet. Can we meet James? Can we have James Dashner on the podcast? I think James Dashner would beat me up if I ever met him in real life. Yeah, probably. We've dunked on his book like every other episode. (laughs) His last name has Dash in it, and he wrote a book called The Maze Runner. Give me a break. It's got to be a pen name. Do you think he's fast? (laughs) Maybe. With a name like Dashner? Okay, I'm, I'm, yeah, I I don't know this one. I'm, Um, no clue. You might say this this uh, pen name has a PhD. Dr. Seuss. It's Dr. Seuss. Wow. Oh, all right. Surely I've heard his real name somewhere in life. Yeah, his real name is Theodore Seuss Geisel. Oh, that's probably where Dr. Seuss comes from. Yeah, but the... the- <laughs> Wait. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, so you're telling me for the paper he just put doctor in his middle name and they didn't question it? I guess no one knew his middle name, but yeah, so yeah. so the thing about it that I that I was like, how is that a can I how so he he chose doctor uh, in the article that I read in says he chose doctor to honor his father and it's not because like his dad was a doctor it was like he chose he wanted to honor his father because he had hoped that he would get his phd and i was like i don't know how that honors yeah his father <laughs> he dropped out of med school apparently interesting but. though can you are you legally allowed to write like a self help book under the pen name of doctor in it as long as I think the illegal part would if would be if you put PhD at the end or something. You know how like if huh. th- they put like MD or something like that yeah. at the end of it. Maybe that's the part. The that way he got around do? that. The way he got around that is that he made his first name Doctor. Like yeah, that's what E-R, I'm saying. Period. Like, like that's his actual the name. It's not a. It's not a surname. It's not a title. It's right. A, uh, but if you made your pen name first name Doctor and made a self help book, the people buying it don't know that that's true i think that's a fantastic idea well why aren't we getting on this right now just another reason why going to school is dumb (laughs) yeah just make a name you legally can change your name um i've got one uh the the pen name of all pen names in smiles tanner's brain uh real name daniel handler oh i i looked this one up so i know it but i'll yeah I'll let uh, I'll let Parker take a shot at this one. I feel like this is just me and Brett looking at Parker and saying names. Dan Daniel Handler, Danny Hanny, Danny Handies. That's that's what he's called. Whoa! How do you know his nickname? Got to be popular author. I'll give you a hint before you answer. Okay. Okay. His pen name is a character in the book. Yeah. Pretty famous character in this book series. Book series. Book series. Kids series. Series. Children's book. Diary of a Wimpy Kid author. Series of books. Series of unfortunate events. Yeah. Lemony Snicket. Lemony. Ah, that makes sense. I read Dan. I don't know if you saw this, but apparently it's because he had to contact 
certain organizations that he didn't yeah. want to give his real name to. <laughs> yeah. So he gave Lemony Snicket, which I would immediately know is a fake name. <laughs> like, <laughs> of Hi, all the I'm names to give. <laughs> all right. I got a couple more. A quick one here. Um, Eric Arthur Blair. Um, pretty famous author. Pretty very famous author. He wanted to uh, protect... Uh, his first book was about poverty. And he wanted to protect his family so they wouldn't be embarrassed. Um, and he chose it because he had a deep love of England. Uh, it's the Grapes of Wrath, dude. Uh, John Steinbeck? Yeah. No. Uh, <laughs> no, but good guess because Grapes of Wrath. I get that. Uh, he just said poverty is the first book that came to mind. He also said England. Yeah, I ignored that part, Dan. Uh, he his he wrote a famous book about a year. Oh, uh, George Orwell. That's George Orwell. Yeah, Eric. Which I read he doesn't have. Which I mean, kind of makes sense. And I, this isn't like that crazy, but there's no reference to to George Orwell on his tombstone. It's just Eric Arthur Blair. So he just. So George Orwell's the fake name. Yeah, George Orwell's is This is fast. Does anyone have a real name? Or have you guys been lying to me this whole time? I mean, that's Miles Tanner, and I'm York Van Torg. I'm starting to question everything I ever thought was true now that I'm realizing that every author is just like hidden behind shadows and webs of lies. Yeah. I've had the thought sometimes of like, if if my life went to shambles and I moved somewhere else where no one knew me, I would just go by a different name. That would be kind of cool, honestly. Right? You feel time. like a the main character of a book. Yeah. Let's do that. And then meet back up in a year and just like talk about how it went. Well, our life has to go into shambles first. Well, I mean, let's yeah, you do have to like tank your whole your whole <laughs> deal and then also like you know, leave all your loved ones. Get to it. <laughs> I'll be my short story next week. Yeah. I have two more. This one is, so this author wanted to, I mentioned it earlier, this author wanted to test and see if they could recreate the magic of their uh, original success with their real name. And also, at the time, it was kind of uh, seen as, there was like a a belief that authors could only publish one, like successfully release one book per year. And so he, th- this author wanted to get around that to, to publish more books. Uh, uh, just but, based on that, I think I have the answer. It's, it's Richard Bachman and it's Stephen King. It's going to be Richard Stephen Bachman. King, right? My guy <laughs> writes 15. Is that too 15. obvious of a description? Well, it's just like so few authors write that yeah, many books a year. Maddie's been reading Richard Bachman, like the, the Stephen King works. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, she also, before the episode, told me that he did that... Um, to write in a different avenue so like yeah. it, it's like a less hopeful style for him uh which is interesting because like people think like horror but like a lot of his in fact the majority of his stephen king works are about good overcoming evil right, right. like good triumphing over these horrific events um and and his bachman books are apparently not that way they're in like a darker headspace which yeah uh yikes those have to be much older right 
Like he doesn't still publish under that. Yeah, he got he got found out by somebody. Um, I think he did it for a few years, maybe in the eighties and nineties. Eighties, nineties. Okay, so yeah, got a bit older. But he got found out, and then he was like, after that, he it was kind of cool. He wrote like a he like basically killed off Richard Bachman, the author. <laughs> and is that like dark tower just is, is that like a dark honestly, tower thing? i'm not quite positive on that um but i do know that he just like officially was like oh yeah now that it's out like yeah. i have no interest in he might That's have cool. another one um which would be kind of cool his son actually writes under uh joe hill to all kind of more to avoid like it's kind of it's pretty known that that's his son but he does it to avoid the king name like he wanted to make Make, make a, a name, name for himself on his own. And he is successful. Like he's pretty dang successful with that. Nice. Um, all right. I have one more. Okay. And then we're going to uh, try and create some of our own with our, our own ingenuity and some help from the internet. Uh, so this last one is kind of wild. Uh, it's like a double, like doubles pen name. In a way. So basically the original, okay. Uh, the pen name is Anne Rampling and it's a super popular author or super well-known author um, who wanted to write romance novels. Uh, the, the quote is, I wanted the pen name personally so that I could feel absolutely free to write the best and most exciting erotica possible. Uh, authenticity was key. No half measures. Also, I didn't want my father to know about the books. <laughs> so. Dude, I'm so, okay. So thank, thank you for bringing, I, I was wondering if this was a reason why people wrote uh, uh, under pen names so that they could just get freaky on the, yeah. on the pages, you know, oh, 100%. I was like, like we have people out here, you know, Sarah J. Moss and and the and and such, who are just writing down like the dirtiest, smuttiest filth right. that have ever filled my eyes and ears, <laughs> and they just like publish under their names and are like, "Here you go, Peepaw. Here you go, Dad and Mom. <laughs> like, here, read read my books about like." This guy's immeasurable length and, uh, <laughs> you know, stuff like that, that I, I have to subject myself to, but I do it willingly. Imagine like, you're like, oh, my daughter's successful. Let me read these books. Like, what do you, how do you, how do you do that? Yeah, no, I completely agree. If, if it was in that situation, even if it like got released that it was mine, I'd be like, mm, nope, I'm good. I'm just going to move on. Everybody move on. If I know you. Like, give me a high five if you want to, but... Uh, I would ask my editors for, like, a censored version of right. my own works to give, to distribute to family. Right, exactly. But, yeah, so, yeah, she wanted to, she wanted to write without judgment or predisposition on the, on the subject. But it, she's a famous author of mainly uh, a series of vampire novels. Stephanie um, Myers. No, that how cool would that be? No, it's I don't know. You guys might you you would know the name if I told you, but I don't know if you'll get this one. It's uh, Anne Rice. It sounds familiar. I don't know. Uh, you've pr- you works. probably have seen it many like at most bookstores where it's like there's a section of Anne Rice books. 
she wrote uh, the Vampire Chronicles, and it's what the movie's interview with a vampire and Queen of the Damned ah, was based right. on. Right. Okay. Um, she's you know super successful. Um, she's one of the best-selling authors in the U.S. I'm pretty sure. Well, she's super smart because if I ever wanted to get like down and dirty and like really in touch with my freaky self, I would absolutely write under a pen name. The secondary pen name part of it is that. Anne Rice is kind of partially a pseudonym. So she married somebody with the last name Rice, but her real name, well, she changed her name to Anne, but her original name that her parents gave her was Howard Allen Francis O'Brien. So her parents <sighs> named her Howard. I'd, cha- I'd change it too. <laughs> and she was like, she was like, yeah, it, it, it was just like, uh, yeah, they were just kind of free spirited and just wanted to name me Howard. Uh, Howard Allen also like, uh, which it's like, obviously, you know, name, 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 whatever you want. But I I just thought that was funny that she was like, I'm going to go with Anne. So she changed her name to Anne. Right. And then write erotica. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Good for Anne. Honestly. Yeah. Honestly, good for Anne. Hey, you know what? Good for good. Good for all these people. I hope they had uh, great success under these pen names. And I hope all you, all you people out there writing under pen names are, uh, are, you know, doing great, avoiding judgment, <laughs> writing good erotica, sending, sending your filth to your fathers and that saying, wow, look at this author that I found from a third party. Oh, yeah. wow. Dad, look at this weird book that somebody wrote. This is really weird book. You? Don't you kind of like it though? <laughs> <laughs> right, dad? Oh, dad. boy. All right, let's move on. All right, so we have one final segment before we go where we are creating pen names. Is that correct? Yeah. Oh, that's correct. Well, does anyone want to kick us off? If you have any off the top of your head, go for it. But we also found a pen name generator online. Uh, And, you know, we're just going to work with what we got. And we're just going to see how this goes. You're just going to hear a lot of clicking and giggling from Parker's side, I think. (laughs) Um, so I, I I like when because because this is a thing I read on pen names of like if you're doing a genre mix up have your pen name relative to the genre. So I tried to think of that space, Ooh. and I thought what like like manly man coming from a, if I were to be a writer. I'm the most opposite to a manly man. I'm currently wrapped up in a blanket as I'm recording this right now. I'm skin and bone, no muscle on my body. Um, Dan, do but you if, think that makes you not manly? No, the 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 stereotypical toxic masculinity man is what I'm talking about. If I wanted to write a book um, under a pen name to sell to that demographic, what would I be called? And I came up with Clifton Belmount, I think would be a Ooh. really good name to really just just like hook the, lot. just just southpaw those suckers. To write generic spy thrillers that you yeah. can write like 50 of and sell to just dads everywhere. Whip them out. Clifton Belmount would be the talk of the town. I love that. I just did a random name generator and the first <laughs> okay. thing that came up. So the one that I the one that I found was very fun because it was just like it had like random prompts. And then you just fill in your name. And then it just, it seemingly just pulled words out of thin air. So the first one was <laughs> the real you, which I also think is just a funny way to say like your name, the real you. 
So I wrote my name and it gave me Chantal May Hemming, which I like <laughs> Chantal May Hemming quite a bit. I'm a big fan wow, of Chantal May very Hemming. Good. Um, so that one's good. Uh, and the other one was, uh, it was your first pet and then a unisex name. And I filled them in at random and then it gave me the name Robin Rover, which actually isn't bad. That one's good. pretty good. So I feel like I've got two good pin names there. And then from another source, another pin name generator that I found online, I, I typed in my name and this was the worst. It gave me Oxford Sword. And those are just two things that <laughs> exist. So I don't think that's a very good pin name generator, but hey, you know, it's fine. I would never want to meet a person named Oxford Sword. <laughs> Wait, I love Oxford Sword. <laughs> That's that's wild. Well, I have three good pen names now to write for different genres. Yeah. So I thought of a pen name that I was really proud of, mainly because the spelling, which I know I can't. I'm not going to sit here and spell it out to everyone over audio. Uh, but I'm, I'm looking at it and it's making me laugh, which is the only thing that matters. Uh, but I was trying to get on like the like the J.R. or Tolkien or the C.S. Lewis kind of abbreviation, and I went with B.K. Havat Your Way. Um, which I was very proud of. Is that Burger King have it your way? Is that Burger King have it your way? Havat your way. Wow. What would your book be called? I can't, don't make me think that far into this narrative. I want to know all about BK Havat yeah, your way. I want you to go deep on this. Uh, it'll be my short story next week. A real whopper of a book would be like the tagline. Yeah, yeah. I got Spike Yates out of the uh, generator. <laughs> Is that Spiky Yates or Spiky Eights? Spike Yates. Oh, <laughs> not Spiky. Okay, Spike Yates. I like that. Spike Spiky Eights. <laughs> I actually like Spiky Eights better. <laughs> I also so the the last one I had was Beatrice Hurlbutt. And that was also I mean just randomly like generated names, which is great, honestly. That that's a children's author through and through if i were 10 which i still am at heart and i saw an author named beatrice hurlbutts i would immediately pick up that book from the library all right beatrice hurlbutts so that um that's my child's book i think chantal may hemming is my sexy like that's where i get sexy freaky dirty with my writing uh and then robin rover i feel like would be my like ya sci-fi i like that I like, uh, <laughs> I just, I just got Freddy Twitty. <laughs> that sounds very bad. I would not I like read a segment book. of us just go, like randomly generating two names and then laughing like idiots. Oh, I mean, boy. Theo Trivet, you're welcome. Honestly, all great names, but we could do this all night, which we shouldn't do. So. Let's got, bookmark it. Go ahead. Go ahead. I Give us one, one more one. to end on. Um, yeah. Using my middle name. I'm just going to go with, just throw this out there. Completely a random name doesn't exist. Kylie. My little name's Kylie. This is, a you know, deep behind the scenes of this podcast. Hey, I love when the, the people that listen get to learn about us a little bit more. Yeah. So, I'm just going to just throw this out. Kylie Minogue. How about that? That'd That's be... a good name. Your dad was, is going to love that erotica when you write it. Oh, God. <laughs> um, also, Kylie Minogue is a 
Australian singer songwriter. Oh. Um, so, whoops, that Sorry, was supposed Kyle. to be the joke. I definitely picked up on that. You guys were supposed yes. to catch that and be like, "Ha ha ha, that was funny, Brett." Uh, didn't oh, work boy. out. Hey, that's okay. It it doesn't sometimes. Do you have anything else we need to to add here? I think we're all done. Yeah, we're super done. Some Sick. some some funny names. <laughs> no, nope. like the last. Nope, we're, we're done with that. We didn't really hit that mark. I feel like. Well, the one on my page right now is Harding Connor, which I like a lot. <laughs> Wait, that sounds like a euphemism for a ding dong. <laughs> okay, we're bookmarking it there. Thank you for listening. Pick up Jade City by Fonda Lee for next week's episode. If you finish Mick and Morton. want to send <laughs> want to send thoughts, uh, email us at bookendswithfriends at gmail.com. Send us thoughts, questions, whatever discussion points you want. Chad Ball. <laughs> Thank you to uh, Hannah P. and Zach for sending us emails. Uh, we love getting emails from you guys. Hannah P. wrote us like... She did. She did Nano Rimo and just wrote us a, a a wonderful book that I thoroughly enjoyed reading. All of her thoughts um, in that email. So thank you so much. Thank you to Jacob Robinson and Maddie Moon. Jacob for the super cool theme song, and Maddie for the cover. Tristram art. The is my Oliver. favorite. Oh, one more time. What was that one, Brett? Tr- Tristram. Tristram Oliver. How do you spell that? T R I. S-T-R-O-M. That's a weird. Huh. Waldo Waldo Hodges? Waldo Higgins? We're counting right now. This is probably real bad audio. I'm sorry, everybody. <laughs> oh, would you guys like to add anything? Uh, thank you all for, for listening and sticking with uh, us, even though we're... Uh, I'm was saying stuff behind that entire thing and it was probably really annoying so thanks for uh hanging with us and sending in your quotes and your thoughts and we just really appreciate it always and parker what were you gonna say oh i was just gonna say uh peace and blessings okay to you all never forget the real (laughs) hardings were the connors we met along the way (laughs) 